that everything that has breath praise his name uh, you're tuned into radio pulpit right here on 657 a.m and of course you are hanging out with us right here on i am live we're bringing you relevant conversations and also just uh, listening to some amazing music as well so tonight we are beginning right now our conversation about what do men want in relationships and I'm going to pose a or say a statement that I'm sure uh, a lot of a lot of people might wonder why am I saying this, you know, Uh, especially because it might sound a bit maybe I should just fairly say it might sound a bit wrong. Um, And it is the statement that I think society is more aware of what women want in relationships than we are of what men want in relationships. Um, and depending on who you are, this might sound like a wrong statement, but I'm going to explain what I mean. Um, so the reason I say this is because um, if you think about it, when you watch a lot of chick flicks and when you listen to the conversations that you have with your friends, a lot of you and also some of the movies that we watch, the series that we watch, a lot of us have become very conditioned and we've become trained as to what makes a woman happy. For example, I'm going to give you a little bit of an extensive list. Um, And I remember actually I did this with a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago. We were having a bride when we were having the nappy bride. Um, So we were sitting down and and I said to her, look, I'm going to give you an extensive list of what I believe women want in relationships. And this tends to be universal or more or or I should use the word general which means there are exceptions but more often than not you will find that if you do these things for a woman you will basically please her and she will be happy and uh, feel safe in the relationship right so the first thing the, the, the the list I'll give is this you need to make a woman feel safe by protecting her like for example if you're walking on the road and there are a bunch of guys who look dodge she wants you to walk on the side that has more danger because you understand that you're physically um, you're more physically capable of defending yourself than she is um, if you she she also wants you to buy her flowers listen to her when she is talking to you and try to remember what she's saying and not just hear her voice and and, and agree um, one other example I love using is that whenever a woman comes back from work and she tells you about a story that happens at work she will name the people at work and you need to remember those names <laughs> otherwise <laughs> you're going to get into trouble <laughs> right and women want you to to buy them flowers they want you to be spontaneous they want you to surprise them they want you to um, take them on walks and make them feel like even though they're adults they still want to feel like there's a a sense of adventure within the relationship and obviously they also want financial security as well Um, then there are other stuff like rub her feet um, you know and play music and light candles be a little bit spontaneous so obviously the things that I'm listing um, are they 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 can vary in terms of degree depending on the relationship and the context and the woman and depending on what century you're from <laughs> right but <laughs> I, now what i said to her was and i remember as i was we were having this conversation you could see it in her face that she she also relates to the the list that i'm giving and then i said to her give me a list of things that men are I want you to do and she could quite honestly only give me 3 
whereas I came close to giving her 10. In fact, I, I almost exceeded 10 in giving her the practical examples. And I believe this pointed out a problem, the fact that society actually generally doesn't know what makes men happy. And another example I made is, and in fact, we could go on with this list. If you're um, at a grocery store, Shal, and you're doing shopping, um, and you, you, you and your wife are doing the, the groceries, right? When, when you're done at the till and there are heavy things to car- to, that need to be carried, there's no debate about it between you and your wife. You know that you're going to be the one who carries those things to the car right? There's absolutely no debate when we don't discuss it. So my question then became this, what are the things that men are allowed to exist within relationships that become non-negotiables? And does our modern society allow men to have those non-negotiables, right? Because I can't negotiate with my person or with my wife or spouse. I can't negotiate with her who's going to keep us safe or who's going to, even if I can't keep her safe, I'm going to take the beating first. I'm going to make sure the first punch lands on me before it lands on her, right? Um, I'm going to make sure that I carry the heavy bags. I'm going to make sure that, um, you know, if push comes to shove, I'm the one carrying most of the financial weight, depending on our uh, dynamics, obviously. Sometimes you find that the woman is able to carry more. But if I'm in a position where I'm able to carry more of the financial burden, I will do it because that's what I see as my role as a man. And it's just non-negotiable. Now, I want to ask the question of what are what 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 are the th- what how, what is the extent of our knowledge of what men want in relationships and what makes them happy and i'm asking this question not only to women that might be listening to this i'm also asking this question particularly to men because i've come to learn that men actually don't know what they want in relationships now shall what are your thoughts I think Hollywood has taught us, uh, Hollywood and romantic comedies and Nicholas Sparks novels has taught us that men want two things. They want food and they want sex. Exactly. Um, and if they can get those two things in a relationship, then they are taken care of. And if they're not getting it from their spouse, they're going to get it somewhere else. Yeah. That yeah. is the other reality that we are seeing. Not reality, but that's the other... Mm-hmm. I almost want to say lie that's been told to us. Because I don't... <laughs> Now, in my married life, right? I've been married for a couple of years now. We're going on close to a decade now. Mm. I've realized that, you know, what's the difficult thing for me is the moment when I feel I need emotional support from my wife. I feel like I'm not man enough because no man needs emotional support from his wife. Mm. I only Mm. need her to, to, to do the laundry and to feed me and my sons and then obviously... Uh, be there when I want to be intimate with her. That's yeah. literally the way that, that we've been taught to be. Mm, right? That's mm, the, if, mm. What I say when we've, we're, what we've been taught to be is that's the way that we, um, the, that, that, that Hollywood, and as I said, a couple of places that I mentioned earlier on, that's what they are teaching us. That's what a man wants. They, they need this. And yeah. then you get the other end of the spectrum. You need to have this man that's totally in touch with his feminine side and he's need, he needs to be very stylish. Mm. Um, I don't know why, but I'm thinking, have you ever watched the, sit, the not the sitcom, but the series Suits yes, uh, yes. On, on Netflix? Yeah. That um, Harvey Specter, that's mm-hmm. the type of guy that, that girls wants to go for, right? Yes. They want, they want this guy that's well-suited and he's got a driver that takes him everywhere. He's just <laughs> well-suited. in control. 
<laughs> that was a yes, good one. Le- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how they feel about the the bourbon being in the office so that you can pour yourself a drink whenever you need to. Mm. But they they want that type of guy. But I always wonder, like, exactly what you said now. There's some, some intruder coming into my house. I don't know how much Harvey Specter will be able to do, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. Whereas if you are dating a lumberjack or if you are dating a diesel mechanic or somebody like that that works physically with his hands the entire time, mm-hmm. There might be a bit of a difference. <laughs> oh yes, I understand I, what I, you I, mean. Yeah, if you take Harvey Specter on in a fight, you're probably going to lose the legal battle. Mm, uh, but mm. <laughs> you understand that. Mm, so mm. we we the thing is for me, men want five things, if I remember correctly, that we want out of uh, out of our life. Mm-hmm. We want our life to be an adventure, first yeah. of all. Uh, then we want our life to have a a, a beauty that needs to be saved. Um, yes. I've found my beauty and I've saved her and I'm living out better. A damsel in then distress. Of, yes, that is so built into our manly nature, I can't try and begin to explain it. Right. So you want a damsel in distress. And then to get the damsel in distress, you need somewhere a dragon to be slain. Right? Mm, that, that's mm. what we want. We want some sort of dragon. Now, that dragon can be that you want to win the or be the, the best... Um, movie the director in South Africa or the best YouTube content creator or whatever the case might be. That might be your dragon. Yeah. That's what you are looking for. Mm-hmm. But you need your, your beauty to to sort of not only be the damsel in distress, but then go on this adventure with you. Be there emotionally. Um, and then uh, obviously you want your name to be uh, uh, um, you want uh, did I say four or five things? I think it's four things. And then you want the legacy. Obviously, that's the fourth. Yes, thing. that's a very big fun. one. But I can't remember the the fifth one now. But it's a legacy. That's probably the one that we're all. You, oh, you want to be successful, and then you want to be uh, leave a legacy. Mm, mm. Now, that's the way that that men actually. If you if you come to grips with that, if you come to grips with the fact that you want adventure, you want a beauty to be saved, uh, a damsel in distress, you want uh, a dragon to slay. Now, these things happen over a period of. X amount of years, but they also happen daily. That which you mentioned earlier on, mm-hmm. uh, a, a dragon to slay can be that there's more heavy things that you need to carry and your wife can't, can't carry that. So in the same scenario, having a dragon to slay, in other words, you've got the heavy things to carry, but you're also saving your wife. So she's also the damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're mm-hmm. saving your wife or saving a girlfriend, whatever the case might be. That's the things that we need to do. You know what's one of the biggest problems that I've realized now with, with wedding counseling, premarital counseling, stuff like that, marital yeah. counseling and premarital counseling. The feminist movement, and I know that I can get a lot of nasty SMSs for say, saying something like this. The feminist movement, unfortunately, teaches women to be something which they need to be. I get that. But sometimes it teaches women to be something that they can't be. Um, mm-hmm. So have you, I've... I can't tell you how much guys are offended by the fact that my wife don't allow me to take the suitcase, take her suitcase out of the boot of the vehicle. My wife doesn't allow me to do certain things because they are taught like uh, be a, a, a woman that don't ask no thing. You understand that type mm, of, I'm trying to think mm. of the catchphrase now, but I can't remember the catchphrase. Let, let me tell you this. Guys take offense at that because then you are robbing them of the opportunity to save you from something. You are robbing them of the opportunity to slay the dragon, whatever that might be. Or the opportunity um, to serve you. 
or the opportunity to serve you, mm. right? I've been, dude, I've sat in marital counseling and, and this past week was a total eye-opener for me. I sat in counseling with, a, with this, this couple that was been um, unhappily married for the last 15 years, probably. Mm. <laughs> right? Wow. Um, and it just, it's opened up. And one of these things is, is, is exactly that. The, they, they are trying to serve one another but he's trying to serve the wife in the way that she wants to be served. And he's, she's just not seeing what he's trying to do. Mm. They had a massive fight. And she, uh, she has no contact with her family anymore. And he forced her not to talk to her family anymore. And, and she was aggravated with him. So I'm going to tell you. I'm not naming names, but I want to tell you the story. So she was aggravated. But what, the moment they sat in our dining room and he shared why he did that, she got aggravated again, but luckily me and my wife were there. We said, "Are we? Are you realizing that he's protecting you from mm. what's happening? Do you see that? Right? That your family in this scenario and the five things that I mentioned earlier, your family in this case is the dragon that he's trying to slay, and you are the beauty that he's saving from whatever. Mm. Do you mm. realize that? And you can see the moment that the penny dropped. You can see the moment that the, that light bulb switched on. Oh wow, um, that's incredible." Well, but it's been 12 years or 13 years or whatever. To this day, men want to do that. We mm. want to uh, we want to serve. And I, I want to make the statement earlier on when I thought about the discussion and thought about things that I feel that we should mention in my preparation for the show and stuff like that. I thought, you know, what's the big difference between men and boys. Boys want food and sex, basically. But a man is one that wants these five things out of life. A legacy. Mm, you, know, mm, you want to have children. Mm. You want this adventure. You want, and, and that's my two cents worth mm. of what guys want in a relationship. You know, um, I'm just thinking now that, honestly speaking, I'm very much convinced of this, right? And I think our modern culture, in our modern culture, we have not become aware of this. But I think relationships have become so uh, female-centric, um, or wife-centric. Um, and, and I know that I'm not speaking for every relationship. Just like uh, I also want to state the fact that in these things that we're listing in terms of what men want, remember that these are general things that even when you go through Scripture, you learn that God has embedded certain uh, yes. desires and, and aspirations within men and certain aspirations within women. And they often differ. Um, you know, they, they, they actually, they very often differ. And this is not to say that every man you come across will um, exactly fit this template without fail. Um, that is not what we're trying to say. But what we are trying to say is that within us all as men, there is that Sometimes you're not even aware of it as a man. Um, and what I've, what, the reason that I say relationships have become female centric is that um, I was watching a TikTok video where uh, a guy was saying to this girl that um, you, I think the girl was saying to the guy, I can't remember what exactly she was saying, but it was something like she commented on his weight. Um, and that he's gaining weight. And then he commented that she's starting to gain weight. And she's like, you're, you're fat shaming me. And then she's, and then he's like, but you just did the same thing to me, you know? Um, and the reason I mentioned that is because, um, and then she responds actually by saying that men's feelings are different. And you know what? I think a lot of women without realizing it 
honestly do believe that, first of all, that men's feelings are not the same as female feelings, that men should not, should not be offended and should just take it. And our cultures teach us that, that a, a man is not meant to cry. And I promise you that there's a lot of women who believe it subconsciously without realizing it. Also, a lot of women believe that um, I was having the con- this conversation with Stephen today and saying that people, this is not any gender, but people in general tend to over emphasize and and side with the 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 the, the weaker per, the person that appears to be weaker um and what i mean by that is this we have a tendency to um focus our attention on the person that we perceive to be the victim and perception is not always reality um so as a result within male and female relationships the woman appears and appeals to be the victim and the reason i say that is this like let me make a simple example if you're standing outside of your porch or you're standing at your gate uh, without context you see a man and woman having an argument and then the woman cries and storms away the man is obviously not going to cry and he's going to storm away your natural conclusion is that he must have done or said something to hurt her natural yes. right and this is all this that's exactly what shows you where the problem is because men are seen to be masculine and can handle themselves externally we make the assumption that you should be able to handle this conversation internally without being frustrated otherwise from what i'm observing you're the one at fault so the, the and and here's where that the, the the how the context could be seen you don't know whether the reason this guy is shouting at because women cry whether or not they're at fault, right? Um, and, and there's a point I'm trying to, to, a picture that I'm trying to paint here. If, for example, the man caught the woman doing something nefarious, I'm not, not going to mention anything specific. Let's say she was wrong and then they had an argument and she got emotional and cried and walked away in frustration he gets frustrated and walks away because men generally don't cry what you seeing the picture you're seeing in front of you is that man is speaking so terribly to this woman what did he do because we immediately side with the person who we perceive as weaker always this is why you have conversations of privilege the privileged are not allowed to say whatever they want they are limited in what they can say. Uh, this is why we have assumptions as to whether certain cultures and races uh, come from privilege and they don't have narratives of suffering, right? Um, and this is what I'm describing is just human error. We as people have that problem. It's not any specific gender. Um, and the reason I point that out, and I think it's so, Im- so important for us to acknowledge, right, is because sometimes men have certain vulnerabilities that we don't take into consideration within relationships. Um, And we don't consider them important enough to tiptoe around them. You know, when a man is vulnerable, um, you often, I think, you know, I'm, I'm not speaking for any specific relationship, but I think what is happening is that when a man is vulnerable, his vulnerability is not uh, 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 treated with a sense of delicacy, you know, like why are you so vulnerable or, or rather why are you so sensitive about the fact that you're unable to provide for me? Suck it up. You're a man, you know, and that's, I feel, and I, I stand to be corrected here. I feel it's just the same as a man saying, why are you so sensitive about 
um, not looking pretty. Why are you so sensitive about uh, gaining weight? Get over it. Why are you so sensitive about this? But the thing is, as I understand those things to be, I personally believe that it's okay for a woman to be sensitive about her weight. I think that's okay. I think it's something that we men should approach with delicacy. Women are, just like the Bible says that a woman's hair is her crown. Women are sensitive about their hair, whereas more often than not, you will find that men don't care as much. Like a a man can walk out of the house, you know, uncombed like I did today. (laughs) (laughs) And be very confident throughout the day, like absolutely no sense of, you know, no sense of feeling regret or being self-conscious or feeling like someone's judging me. None. Um, But anyways, uh, what are your thoughts on, 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 on that part, Charles? Like in terms of, uh, men being vulnerable and their vulnerability not being appreciated. I I think the the two cents that I would like to add to that is I think we've unfortunately reached a point in society that we deem men's feelings aren't important. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, that then feels that men don't see the need in sharing their emotions mm, um, mm. because it's not important and nobody's going to listen in any case. So we are sitting with a generation like my father's generation, for instance, that had to serve in the war and they feel they what they witnessed, the brutally things that they've lived through, seen through, practiced, whatever, mm, and they're not allowed mm. to share that. Um, I, I know of, of people in the black community that was harassed by the... Um, mm-hmm can't even remember the but the the riot police mm-hmm. uh, and they feel that they they their emotions aren't important so they they're not willing to share how degraded they felt oh, um, at see. that stage which which makes sense so we're sitting with a generation uh, that's been through immense hurt within the apartheid era and after that and whatever the case might be mm. they're not willing to share it so we we were sitting with with young guys younger than you and my generation our generation and younger that's not willing to open up because there's no need in willing to open up because the moment you feel that you need have the need to willing up you are weak you're not a man and your feelings either are not important you're allowed to have three feelings mm-hmm. you can be hungry or you can be tired or you can be irritated that's literally the three feelings that, that <laughs> men uh, are allowed to have that's yeah. that's the, and, I'm, and i'm not kidding that's the three things that wives mention in marital counseling. That's the things that they, they men have. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I, I honestly feel like in a general sense, men have been simplified, like as if we don't have any depth within us. Right. Like all we want mm. is food, sex and to laugh. You know, um, like that's literally all we want. And I I, I really that makes me very much afraid because I feel like more often than not, the idea of what men want in relationships is not approached with a sense of reverence. You know, Um, I Mm. reverence what might make my wife happy, Um, you know, in the sense that I know that her happiness and the things that excite her, they change over time. And I need to keep up to date with that. Um, And also, like in terms of her emotions, her emotions are very complex and her emotions change whether she's on her period or not. Her emotions change whether, you know, she's Mm. had a 
rough day at work or not, um, whether she's, she's feeling like having uh, intimate conversations or taking simple walks or just doing something fun. Those things make me approach marriage with reverence because I can never, yes. I can never let my guard down and feel like I know her enough and take those things for granted. But now the question is, um, do men get the same um, approach to themselves, right? Is it is it understood that we are intricate beings? And I think for me, what's scary is not that women do not understand what we want in relationship. In relationships, what's actually scary is the fact that we don't know what we want in relationships. We don't know what are we entitled to within relationships. And when I use the word entitlement, I don't mm. mean it in the sense that you need to go in a relationship, break a door down and say, I want this. I'm entitled to it. No, I mm. mean it in the sense that this is the mo- the ba- one of the, the, the basic things that you need to have in order to have to thrive within a relationship. Now, before quickly, before we run out of time, I want to read these, right? And sitting at home, you can think about these and let us know what you think. These are, I'm reading from an article that says these are the seven things men want in a relationship. Now listen to the first one. He wants you to be happy. Second one, he wants you to take interest in his interests. Third one, he wants you to uh, initiate sex. Obviously, we, we're talking about um, the context of marriage here. Your okay. man wants to be praised and acknowledged. This is a very big one. Uh, this is a very big one. Your man wants to be praised and to be acknowledged. He wants you to encourage him to adventure. Um, he wants your confidence in him. And then the last one says he wants your respect. And we all know that this one is also the one that the Bible emphasizes as well. Uh, it says women uh, respect and submit or submit to your husbands and husbands love your wives. Now, the the, the final thing I want to say is this. Um, if you compare the water to earth, the two are not the same and the two survive and thrive on diff- under different conditions, right? I think what oft tends to happen to men within relationships often is this. I think women sometimes assume that what makes them happy makes us happy. I think that Amen. tends to happen a lot of times. Um, you know, the, why aren't you excited about this chick flick that I chose for us to watch, right? Um, and I, I, I put up this as a WhatsApp status. I asked, um, I wonder how many men are often watching movies that their women want to watch rather than it being the other way around. And a lot of women responded and said, he watches movies I want to watch. I'm not going to watch his things. And I thought to myself, but that's not a relationship. A relationship is not there for you to get what you want. A relationship is sacrifice. A relationship Mm. is learning each other and not you only being the subject of study. Oh my goodness, that's a tweet. 